Welcome back to the fifth episode of Depolarizing America, a podcast discussing the best ways to combat polarization in American society. Each episode, we will deliver the in-depth research discovered by our science and legal teams in Science Court. I'm your host, Matt Simonson, and I am joined by Hannah Hekrenier and Jess Jersik. In this episode, we will be talking with the legal pro and con teams about their confidence for the trial and what they have done to prepare. Hello, everyone. I'm here with the pro legal team, Arun and Andrew. Why don't you guys introduce yourself and what your role is in Science Court? Hello, I'm Andrew Bremner, and I am a member of the legal team. Hi, everybody. I'm Arun. I'm a senior at the University of Minnesota. I'm also, with Andrew, a member of the pro team, arguing for mandatory service to effectively reduce polarization in America. Perfect. My first question for you guys is how confident are you guys feeling for the trial on Saturday? I think we're feeling pretty confident, but I don't want to mistake that for like any sort of indication whether what the outcome would be. But I think we have prepared over the last few months, reviewing all the information across all the domains by the science team from economics to psychology. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I'm feeling pretty confident that we will be able to get up there, make the best argument we can and make a convincing argument that will make the jury think. I think both teams have really great points, great people representing them. And I feel confident that we can do a pretty good job. Perfect. Sounds great. I think everybody's looking forward to what the opening statements will be and what the plans will be for uh, what you guys have in store for the jury. My second question for you both is what have you guys done to prepare for Saturday, whether it's uh, preparing your opening statements, closing statements, looking at the sessions. We've had like for the last couple of weeks, a mock trial run. And I think that's been incredibly instructive in trying to assess like where our downsides are, where things could be improved upon. How do we iron out the wrinkles? Um, in terms of just purely presentation, this will be the first time for me presenting on Zoom for a couple of hours here. So that will be incredibly interesting. In, in terms of like the actual case, I think the, the main thing that we have to do left is really synthesizing our core points, trying to convey the same idea, same message in a more effective manner and in a manner that's respectful of the time of everybody. Perfect. That sounds like you guys are pretty confident with uh, what you guys have in store for us. You guys already kind of answered this question too, but are there any challenges you have faced when preparing for this trial? Yeah, one challenge I found is being able to take the research and the science that we've been given and figuring out how to properly work it into our proposal. Because sometimes it's not super obvious how we can use this to support our proposal. It's not just saying, here's some scientific study showing why a mandatory service is better than a voluntary service. That actually, that never happens. So just trying to like really think critically about the information we're given and really just trying to ask the right questions has been difficult, but it's definitely been a learning experience. And I think we've gained a lot from it. Exactly. And I'm kind of curious, what do you guys believe makes your case more compelling than the other team? What makes a mandatory service more reasonable than a voluntary service? I think just off the bat, what makes our case like more interesting just to me is that the fact that we are arguing for something that's kind of not just large scale and ambitious, but very antithetical to a lot of people in the sense that, hey, I am going to be forced to do something in a country which values its freedoms a lot. And I think that's very interesting for us because we know the merits our side of the case holds, but we also have a lot of baggage that comes with us. And I think one main advantage is that we are trying to tackle this very large nebulous idea of polarization. There's so many different types. Our case has the advantage that we can appeal 
and approach as many people as we possibly can compared to voluntary, which has like its downsides with self-selection. You have to be aware of it. Um, even if you are aware of it, you have to have the ability to do it. And that's not the case for most people. So the mandatory part kind of levels the playing field in that sense. Everybody's at the same point of time. But also because we approach a large number of people, you can try to work out what the science tells us in meaningful ways of reducing polarization in the same time frame. And I think time is a crucial factor, right? Because while voluntary service, which is kind of the status quo, um, does have its merits, you have to rely on people willing to do this, set aside times and schedules. And a lot of people don't tend to plan for like, I'm going to volunteer at the same time. So the results would be as we are seeing it today. Um, so I think that's what makes our case interesting and probably uh, challenging at the same time to argue for. Very true. And at the end of the day, too, both sides are arguing to end polarization. It's just at what means and how do we go about that? And we're both arguing for a service. It's just whether it's voluntary or mandatory. So it makes it a very interesting argument to go through. Thank you for joining us and sharing all you had to say. Thank Welcome you for having back. us. And tune in this Saturday. We hope you're enjoying the show so far. Now with jury applications closed, the class is turning their attention to the trial on April 24th, a webinar event that will be open to the public. You can find the link to register at scicourt.umn.edu. Now back to the show. Hello, Com legal team. Could you introduce yourself to our audience? Uh, hi, my name is Nishan Satpati and uh, I am a senior majoring in computer science and I am on the con side advocating for a voluntary service program to combat polarization. Hi, my name is Madeline Stankevich and I am a political science, Spanish studies and global studies triple major, also on the con side with Nishan. So a lot of smart people here is what I'm hearing. So how confident are both of you feeling about the trial on Saturday? Well, it's a mixed feeling for sure. I think as a ComSci major, this is my first time ever trying to put an opening statement or be part of the legal team for a trial. So I think it is very exciting, definitely. But having to speak for 15 minutes and take part in the sessions is definitely going to be a different experience for me and I'm sure for Madeline as well. And I'm really looking forward to the experience. But definitely with the feedback we have garnered from our instructors today, uh, there is work to be done on our presentations and our case, but I think we're in a good place right now. I'm really excited. We just ran through our opening and closing statements, and I think that they went really well. We're going to take a lot of the feedback that we got from the instructors and apply it for Saturday. I'm also excited. I have some friends in, on the jury and my mom's coming to watch. So I'm excited. I'm excited for them to see all the work that we've all put in on this. Okay, you two kind of hinted at this, but like, what have you done to prepare? We've been doing this for months and, and it's a huge proposal. So what have you two done to prepare? I think these past months have been a nice build up to the, to the trial as we got the chance to interact with, uh, with, the, with the science team and the media team to understand the case. I think it's a new case for the two of us as well. And having the chance to see the facts, to see the research which has been done for this case allowed us to shape our work as well. Interacting with Bill has been very helpful. We have uh, had our sessions with him and we have brainstormed ideas for our program, our voluntary program. And also he has helped us with our case preparation, especially in the later stages of the case. Just like 
Nishant said, we've been doing a lot of research, working really closely with the science team there. They've done a lot of really wonderful work, gathered some really wonderful articles for us to work off of. And then a lot of also just running through the argument and kind of lobbing it back and forth to each other. Does this make sense? Going to people, my friends who aren't on the jury and going, does this make sense? Is this logical to you? And, you know, sometimes you get the horrible answer where they're like, no, that makes zero sense. You're like, ah, okay. (laughs) And then you get back to the drawing board. So then what challenges have you both faced when preparing? I think there have been challenges in terms of trying to design the program in terms of, especially on the con side, when we are dealing with trying to have a case for our voluntary program and the pro side is talking about a mandatory program, we need to learn more about how polarization is not a voluntary feature of society and trying to design the program not on the high level, but in a very intricate level and giving the specifics of how the program would be designed is still in the works, I would say. Uh, It is still something which we have these two days to work on, but it is something which definitely has been a very difficult part of our trial preparation. I think some challenges we've run into is a lot of, you know, we all kind of started as a whole class building a mandatory service program. So then making that switch to doing voluntary was a little difficult, especially in terms of like, what research do we need? Like, what are we looking for? What sort of program do we need? And then I think the biggest difficulty I'm still running into with my closing statement is the fact that it is voluntary, as Nishant said, and you know, we're not targeting everybody and that's kind of the kryptonite to our argument. So we're trying to find other things that make it, well, it's the majority of the population. So that's probably been the biggest challenge. So what do you both believe makes your case more compelling than the other team? I think it lies in the fact that especially as an international student myself uh, and having been brought up in a country where there's an autocratic form of governance, I was amazed by the freedom in this place. You know, like people have the audacity to hope and they really use their rights for for such amazing things in this country, fighting against injustice. And I think that's where our program draws the most strength that, you know, we are voluntary in nature. We're not forcing anyone to take any type of program. And we're ensuring that we are reaching all spectrums of the population, be it a young adult who is just starting to form, formulate their own ideologies or someone who has their political ideologies deep rooted within their systems. So I think the access, uh, as Madeline mentioned, it is one of our challenges to how we can ensure we have a very widespread participation. But that is something, but the advantage of a voluntary program is people will be willing to take part in it if we make it attractive for them. I would have to agree with Nishan, and I think he put it wonderfully. It is the fact that America is a very independent nation. We've seen this, especially throughout this past year. But we have seen that requiring people to do things often comes with a lot of backlash. And with something like polarization, we don't want to mess around. This is not something where we can we can have a group of people, no matter how small or large, getting angry at the government for this sort of thing. And so I think that giving these incentives to people and creating that sort of camaraderie within one's own community is really the strongest part of our program. Awesome. Well, thank you both for talking with me and good luck on Saturday. Thank you for your time, Hannah. Thank you so much for having us, Hannah. Thanks for joining us this week on Depolarizing America. Make sure to visit our website, scicourt.umn.edu to stay updated on the latest research Catch up with our weekly blog posts and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SciCourt. We hope to see you next time as we further discuss how to depolarize the United States.